All right, guys, it's Monday, and it, this is the Weekend Recap. Uh, you can catch us every Monday at 7 on Real Country 102.1, The Outlaw, and on WAUC 1310 Wachula. You can always listen live and on the go anywhere on 102.1, theoutlaw.com. And while you're at it, go ahead and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just reach, just search for The Weekend Recap. Stay up to date with the news and entertainment from around the leagues. Now, before we get this started, let me give a quick shout-out to our sponsors, Great American Florida Gun Show. They have a gun show this weekend in Port St. Lucie. That's this Saturday and Sunday. If you're looking for a Father's Day idea, look no further than my friend Max here and his crew with the Great American Florida Gun Show. Uh, we make we take number one dads seriously around here. So make sure your number one dad is well-equipped as we get ready to battle for number one, number one dad supremacy. If you can't make it there this weekend... They also have gun shows coming up in LaBelle. That's going to be June 11th and 12th. Stewart, uh, it's going to be June 18th and 19th. In Haines City, June 25th and 26th. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or trade, the Great American Florida Gun Show will have your knives, guns, and ammunition needs. Uh, make sure to swing in and say hi to Mac, Max and the crew and tell them Blake with the weekend recap sent you. Now, uh, I can't start this show without raising a glass to the ones we... Who gave so selflessly in our lives? Uh, Bo Anderson, Tyler Cates, Justin Chilton are just a few names I salute today. Today is for the people who truly know the price of freedom. Today is for the people who gave willingly. So keep these grills, these smokers, keep them going. Keep the beer cold. Keep the beer flowing. And most importantly, give thanks to the ones who are unable to grace today's festivities. Uh, from our family here at Hardy Broadcasting and the Weekend Recap, uh, we want to wish you a happy Memorial Day and uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. Like, With that being said, let's kick this thing off, man. Uh, I'm Blake. This is Yusuf, the Guru Khan, and we are the Weekend Recap crew, guys. It is Monday. There has been a lot of things happen, and... Uh, Last time I heard anything about Yusuf, he was running around outside of Emily Arena with his shirt off after Game 7. So, uh, a few weeks later, or a few days later, I see him over here in Houston, Texas. So, it must have been a wild week, man. How how you been doing, Yusuf? How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, Blake. Uh, thanks for asking. Uh, I just want to start off, too, by saying Happy Memorial Day. Thanks for those who all who uh, served and, you know, paid the ultimate sacrifice. We thank you. Um but yeah, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. I was in uh, Austin, Texas uh, for work this last week. But, uh, you know, Lightning, they're winning seven games. So that was exciting. We move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. And we're still waiting to see who we play. I think the last game is tonight between New York and Carolina. And we'll find out who we're playing in the finals. I know, man. It, it's it's uh, It's been a little wild. How, how did you – did you see it going this way with the, the Panthers? Did you think we was going to uh... – to sweep that series there yeah i mean after you know having that huge seven game series and then you know just getting the clean sweep um you know the panthers you know they were just i guess overmatched you know they were that's what happens sometimes i think it's called like the curse of the president's cup you know <laughs> the, the best team oh man i think the predators struggles. Do that <laughs> yeah oh man it was uh look it, it hasn't been a very good going for that the tip of Florida, should I say, uh, Miami, <laughs> uh, Sunrise City. Uh, it's just, uh, 
I'd have to say the sun is set and things are starting to cool off on that side of uh, of Florida here. <laughs> no no yeah. birds attended, right? Yeah, we had we had the the Panthers getting swept, and then we had a a real good basketball series where it didn't fare too well for them either in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals to go to the NBA Finals. So. Oh man, we're going to jump off into some of this here pretty soon. But uh, man, how was your uh, trip to Texas? I mean, it looks like you've been a uh, you. you you got some miles on you over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun. Um, you know, Austin's a beautiful city. It wasn't what I was expecting. I haven't uh, been on that side of Texas. It's uh, hilly. It's green. It's nothing like uh, Dallas or Houston or anything. So it's very <laughs> nice. to different change of pace. Very relaxed. Look, Texas could be its own nation. I mean, that, that thing <laughs> – you over in El Paso, that that's kind of my experience with Texas, uh, over in McGregor Range with the Army. It, it's a lot of desert. I mean, it was great training for uh, our trip over to Iraq, but uh, if you're into sandstorms and things that sting, uh, you're in the right <laughs> spot, man. <laughs> so, but I mean, it, it's uh, Texas is pretty big. It, it's uh, it takes days to get across it. I took a Greyhound oh, yeah. bus through there once, and that was the last <laughs> time I ever took a Greyhound bus. I promise you that. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, let's let's talk about. Uh, traveling and packing our bags and uh it really doesn't segue well but we're, we're going to be talking about some nba playoffs here uh the miami heat man it's uh i don't know what happened to them since last time uh, i talked to uh outlaw nation here uh these guys kind of fell off <laughs> you know I'm, I'm sitting here hey you know we're, we're playing all kinds of welcome to miami you know all this stuff from Will Smith a couple weeks ago, and then these guys go out and pretty much lay an egg, man. I don't know what happened with Jimmy Butler through, what was this, game four, game five? He was a no-show. This dude was pedestrian through these games. Yeah, I think the the injuries had a little to play with it. He was injured a little, and uh, the sixth man of the year, Tyler Hero, was injured. I, don't, yeah. I think he missed several games, so... I think they just had bad fortune of injuries at the end, at the most crucial time, and it, it caught up to them at the end. And but you know they, they won seven games, so it was a real back and forth series. Some of the games were pretty lopsided from both teams. You know the Heat would win by fifteen twenty, the Celtics would win by twenty. But you know Butler did stink it up for a few games, but those last few games he showed up. Uh, game six, I think he had forty seven points, and the Heat won. They had to win, or they were going to get eliminated. And Game seven, I mean, uh, there was uh, Celtics controlled most of the way, but, you know. The, the uh, whole game, whistle to whistle. I mean, these guys yeah. couldn't they couldn't catch them. I mean, the closest they got was, what, within three, within two? So Yeah, they had it within two with, like, 30 seconds. And, you know, Butler, they get the rebound. Butler tries to go for the open three. He misses it, and that was a game pretty much. So they had their chance to win or even at least tie up, but they went for the dagger and. Oh, I came up short. That felt like a dagger, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you could just hear the entire arena just go silent <laughs> when it hit, oh, when yeah. it hit the rim, man. It, it was. Uh, I, I even I felt bad about it. You know, I'm not a Miami Heat fan, so to say. You know, I, we we cover them. I'll talk about them. I'm in, I'm invested in them. I want them to do good. But it, it felt like watching the Memphis Grizzlies lose for me, man. I, I, I've been <laughs> yeah. around for this ride the whole time, and it's just like, oh, <laughs> you know. It, I mean, do you feel good about them going for three? Do you feel bad about them going for three? Do you wish you would have went for two? How do you how do you see that one could have played out, man? Well, I mean, in hindsight, everyone's going to say you should have just went for the tie. But, I mean, 
Um, you know, just the way he was playing, he was really like, you know, the person that kept him in the game the last two games. He, yeah. Like he had like 47 in game six, 35 in game seven. So, I mean, you live or die with his decision. He wanted to go for the win. He maybe mm-hmm. thought, you know, they couldn't, maybe the overtime wouldn't fare well. So he went for it. He had an open shot. So I'm not going to blame him. But only thing I think, you know, he's not a great three point shooter. So. No. And he might have been a little tired because he played the whole freaking game oh, every second. He didn't take so. a second off of it either, man. This is the yeah. only water he got so was think, when they came to timeouts. So, I mean, he put in some effort. Yeah, so I think that that was just all a factor. I mean, he probably could have got the two, and maybe, hey, he could have even got, I think it was Al Horford that was backing up. Um, you know, maybe he could have got him to foul and had a plus one and still trying to See, take the lead. But. That's how I thought that was going to play out because Jimmy, I mean, he was – he was getting to the foul line, which they didn't shoot well from the foul line last yeah, time. I mean, that, that, that was a pretty bad too. showing there. But you, you figured he'd at least try to drive it and try to draw the foul. That way, you know, get, you know, the and one best case scenario, game over. If anything, hey, we got two easy shots right here standing in front of the basket. But he loaded up for a three, man. <laughs> yeah. you, you lo- I guess you, I think I heard a broadcaster or some analyst say you live and die by it. So, yeah. Unfortunately. Look, and and Charles Barkley wasn't ship. even mad about that one, man. He said, you know, <laughs> I, I can't be mad at him. I would have done it. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, when you're the, the star athlete, when you're the star player, when you're the lead dog on the team, man, it's, uh, yeah, it'd be a different story if he made it, obviously, but uh, that Yeah, hurt. I mean, he could have. What if he made it? They go into overtime oh, and they know. still lose. Everyone would have been saying, oh, he should have shot the three when he had the chance. So, yeah. now, sometimes you can't win. <laughs> no, I know, right? Now, th- there's a couple things, you know, that happened in this series that, that left me scratching my head. Like, Bam Adebayo, you know, he, he played his butt off this series, you know, and there's nothing I can really knock on this guy. But... P.J. Tucker, Cal Lowry, these guys vanished in a couple of these games. You know, Cal Lowry in game five, zero points, one rebound, zero assists, and he played 25 minutes. I mean, unless you're just a screen piece, man, I need more. (laughs) You know, these are are the difference in the outcome Yeah, for that caliber of player. I think he was another, I'm not making excuses, but he might have been another guy affected by injuries because yeah. i think he missed the he game coming back off game. of one yeah yeah and then pj tucker i mean i'm just looking at last game is 17 minutes zero points and four rebounds i mean that's not much of a con- contribution <laughs> in one block so i know uh, you know and we had a tyler hero showing but uh that's unfortunately he just wasn't ready to be back yeah you know, he just couldn't he definitely not so but it's uh Boston, man. And I asked a bunch of uh, Miami fans as all this stuff was starting to take shape, as all the seeding was starting to happen before the playoffs tipped off here. And everybody was talking about Boston. Everybody was afraid to have to match up against Boston. You know, it's, uh, they showed it. (laughs) You know, they're in the finals. So it worked out pretty good for them. I mean, Jason Tatum, I mean, it's, I don't see it. And look game. at all the and look at look at the gauntlet they went through. They they didn't oh, go through an easy path. They they beat they sort of got a revenge tour, I think, because they beat all the past three teams that have sort of eliminated them. I know, right? They beat Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn first round. They beat the defending champs, uh, the Bucks in the second round, and they beat the Heat in the in the conference finals. So they really uh they went through a gauntlet and 
you know, they came out, you know, I, I, with the Heat, I think they're just a player away. I think, you know, they're just missing one more vital piece, a dynamic score that can help them. I mean, they got Hero and they got Jimmy Butler, but Butler came alive in the playoffs, but usually he's not like that. So <laughs> I think they're one player away. I agree, man. It's uh, <laughs> when Tyler Harrow went down, it, it was nine day. You know, this yeah. was a completely different team. And this is a guy coming off the bench. I mean, six man of the year. So he, he didn't sneak in on nobody. No. But not having him out there, man, having somebody of that caliber, you know, that, that's a number five on most people's teams. <laughs> you know, it, that's a dude on somebody's lineup anywhere else. And, yeah, I mean, and he's we averages 21 a game. So, I mean, <laughs> even if he gets half of that, like in last game, you know, that's the difference in a game. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, uh, so it's yay. <laughs> you know, I was hoping to be able to talk about more local teams over the next, you know, week or so here with the uh the NBA finals which uh we, uh, we now have a a lineup. It's going to be your Golden State Warriors and your Boston Celtics. So, sorry Miami Heat fans, that didn't didn't quite work out this year for us. Jimmy Buckets, man, he he tried. <laughs> he went 47 Two games ago, 35 last night. I mean, he almost rocked out a triple-double with 47 points and a double-double last night just about, you know. So, yeah. I mean, he, he certainly was putting in the effort. I mean, even Bam Adebayo, this dude, he put up some numbers last night. You know, 25 points, I think it was. Let me get this sheet back. Uh-huh. And uh, where was he at on rebounds? So, 10, 11 rebounds. So, I mean, he, he pulls off a double-double last night on these guys. So, I mean, they're key players. Cal Lowry, 15 points. You know, it, he certainly showed up. Seven rebounds, uh, three assists. Uh, uh, Max Struess, this dude's only got eight points, but those threes came in big. <laughs> you know, that they, they, they felt like, hey, we are back in this. And there was a controversial, I mean, I keep seeing stuff. Uh, he hit a three, like, in the third quarter that they didn't count it. But, oh, I mean, no. when you... When they actually look at the replay, his foot never actually hit the line. So that probably was a three-pointer that should have counted. What was that? What did we have, two or three of those happen last night where they just waved off the three? It's like, oh, my God. You know, there's nine points. That's the difference in the ballgame, man. (laughs) But with the final shot coming up, I mean, again, I can't be mad that it's Jimmy taking the shot. No, no, no. But certainly, if we're going to shoot it from three, let's get it to the hand that just heated up. (laughs) You know, let's send it over here to Max real quick. Let's let him send it up, man. But, hey, man, uh, Miami, that tour's over. You guys, they they got to uh, figure it out at this point. Uh, Now that our playoff hopes are dead and done here in Florida, what do you think about the Orlando Magic? And what they've got going on with this first overall pick, what do you think they're going to do with it? Okay, I'll I'll definitely jump on that. I did want to give out one shout out. I guess you know you were talking about local connections and stuff for Boston. They do they do have Al Horford, so he was a one time Gator. So you know uh, he looked good. He had a minute in the finals and his 15 year career. So this is the first time. So. That is, I'm not a Gators fan by any means, but that is exciting for him. So Look, he came up uh, big in Game 7 here. 14 yeah. rebounds. I mean, he didn't contribute much with points, but he was a presence there in the paint. You knew he was there. Oh, yeah. that, that's why they you know, we, they banked so many threes. I mean, it was so bad. I mean, all you heard was the front of the rim all night long. I was like, this, this ain't going good, man. At the end of the first quarter, I was like, they're going to lose. <laughs> and he came out. up big in that Milwaukee series. I remember he was matching up with uh, Giannis some and – so I mean, he definitely played his part for that for that oh, team to move did. on. So he certainly did, man. So shout out to Gator Nation. You got one in there that's uh, 
Still keeping it alive, man. I, I, <laughs> it hurts to pull for Boston. I don't have much love for Boston, anything, other than Boston baked beans. That's, uh, that's not too bad. <laughs> so, but uh, your thoughts on Orlando, man? It's uh, It looked like yeah, it, the, it's a, the it's suck a, for first round paid off. Yeah. So they got there's really three options for the number one pick. There's the seven foot, you know, five guy that's super tall, lean, um, that can block shots and you know, shoot uh Chad Holmgren from Gonzaga. Um there's the guy from Auburn, I think his name is Smith. He's another tall guy, not as you know, seven I think he's just under seven feet, six ten, but he can shoot threes, play good defense, and then there's the guy from uh Duke, the power forward, I think, Banchero. He's more of a good score and stuff. His defense is lacking from the other two guys. So I don't think you can go necessarily wrong with any three of them, but I would probably either go Holmgren or Smith. I know there's a scare about Holmgren that, you know, he's a little too skinny and stuff like that. He has a slender belt, but I mean, those guys, you know, sometimes they're fragile, but sometimes they'll, you know, last. You look at Durant, he's not an Iron Man or anything. And, you know, Brandon Ingram, they're guys that have, a little similar build, maybe not as tall, but I would go home, Grim, because you can just change your whole franchise trajectory and everything. No, you really could. But when you grow that fast, you know, your muscles, it takes time for them to catch back up, you know, so you're going to look a little weird for a while, you know, it's kind of like uh, my son, he's 10, you know, he's hitting these growth spurts, so, you know, his legs will be real long one week, and next thing his arms are real long, and then you're looking at his torso, you're wondering... Is that thing going to grow? <laughs> and the next thing you know, his arms and legs look short. You're like, I have no idea what's going on with this kid. <laughs> but it, it's uh, I, I don't see him being a seven-footer. I mean, just look at his mom and his dad. But uh, <laughs> sorry about your genetics there, son. <laughs> but uh, when you grow like that, man, it's uh, it, it takes a little bit for that muscle to, uh, oh, my God, we're stretched out. We got to catch everything up. So Yeah. But yeah, uh, what do you see in Orlando, man? What are they missing? What do they need to get them in a respectable conversation? Because these guys, uh, we were taking bets. Were they going to make it to 21 wins this season? <laughs> and uh, Yeah, you just need that. You need that superstar to, like, anchor the team. And then maybe you can draft another guy or you can, um, you know, you can get another guy in free agency. And they've hit it big a few times, obviously, you know, when they drafted the right center. Of course, if you look at Shaq, you know, back in the early 90s, and then they got Penny the next year, and they had that run where they made it to the finals. And then a decade later, they draft Dwight Howard at number one, you know, and they surround him with good players like Jameer Nelson, and they get Rashard Lewis and Turkaloo, and then they make another finals run. They don't, they can't close the gap and win the finals, but this might be, you know, the third reenactment of the Magic. You know, maybe they draft a center again. That Smith guy, <laughs> he could play center. Or Holmgren is definitely a center. So, hey, I can you know, say you build it with them. I can say their selection at center has been Magic, though. So, I mean, it's it's, it's hard to debate that one. I mean, Shaquille O'Neal, Dwight Howard. I mean, that's two in my lifetime that I I can't argue with. So, <laughs> but it's uh, yeah. Well, I keep telling everyone. So, you know, they're gonna draft a center. Oh, well, you know, hopefully he'll be a franchise cornerstone. And then after about six, seven years, he's going to go to the Lakers because that seems to be the pattern, right? Because we had Shaq, he goes to the Lakers. We have Dwight Howard, he eventually goes to the Lakers. Of For some reason, LeBron out. James is already on his B dial. <laughs> like, what just happened here? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, uh, they're, they're, no, we, we won't step in that one. <laughs> but well, you know, they say, LeBron said whoever drafts his son, he wants to go play with that team or he wants to play with his son at least. So, 
You know, if I'm the Magic, you know, in a year or two, his son Bronny's up, you know, I might take a high pick on him just to – LeBron will be pretty old at that point, but maybe, uh, you know, we build a few players around and we can make a run. (laughs) I know, right. But do you think his son really wants to play with him? Um, Or or would you want to lace it up against your dad and just – and yeah, and but they've never really can... asked the son. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I was I, I was a competitor. You can't look at my my waistline. I mean, well, granted, I'm a competitor at the buffet now, but uh, <laughs> if I had an opportunity to either a play with my dad or play against my dad, I want to show up. You know, <laughs> there's always to feel good, but it also feel good to one up them, right? <laughs> oh yeah, but you know, and it's hard for kids like that who are like a Michael Jordan son or LeBron son. They can oh, be spectacular, no. but I mean, it's going to be hard to live up to your dad when you're that good. No, if your no. dad's just okay, then you can maybe you know surpass him and stuff. But it's no. hard to be better than a legend. See, I don't know what it's like to play basketball with my dad, but I know what it was like to hold a flashlight while he was working on the car. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't want to be be on the same team with my dad doing something wrong. It, it just I don't know, man. I, I would hate to be bent over a knee and you know spanked on the sideline just because I missed a free throw. That'd be just completely messed up. <laughs> but you know, take it back. I would love to see it though. Come on, let's make this happen. Can we? When's this kid come available? <laughs> because I think I he's probably a, a sophomore in high school now, so he's oh, got okay. at least he's two more years. years. Yeah, he's got a few more. So nix that. So hopefully the Orlando Magic's got it figured out by then, man. I, but I, I think I would take a trip to see LeBron and and LeBron Junior play. <laughs> yeah, be. why not? <laughs> I know, right? It's it, you can say you've got the T-shirt, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, quick thing: we have the NBA Finals coming up you know again we, we mentioned golden state and boston going to be in them how do you that's see some this? uh that's some f- f- frequent flyer miles right oh there right you know <laughs> that, that's almost as far away as you can get to yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, unless it was like brooklyn going to golden state that's the only other option on distance here i mean the there's going to be some jet lag. These guys are going to be tired. Look, they're just going to call. They're going paper, rock, scissors, and play in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, man, that, that's I couldn't imagine on how much jet fuel costs. I, I know how much it costs at the pump right now, but I, I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. some JP8 is uh, that's right up there also. So, But how, how do you see this playing out? Do you think Golden State, this is uh, another ring for Steph Curry, or do you think this Boston team has what it takes to uh, to take that trip, man? You know, I like Boston. They're young, like hungry team. They got the right vets and stuff like Horford, but I think just that experience thing with the Warriors, they've already won, what, three, and they've been to, like, they went to the five finals in a row. So no. I think, you know, they got those main key guys like Steph and, Clay's back, obviously, and Draymond. They got the experience, and then they <clears throat> infused it with a few good uh, young guys like Jordan Poole and stuff. So, you know, right now I'd have to – if I had to put money on it, I would probably put Warriors in six. Yeah. Um, not to say that Boston couldn't surprise and, you know, win it all, but I would have to say Warriors right now. Okay. So, in six, that's – so you think – 
no game seven in this scenario. I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just selfish. I, I, I would love to see a game seven, but it's... Uh, oh, it could certainly happen I, either I'm, way. I'm with you on it, though. I, I see Golden State taking this. I'm, I'm just surprised they've been able to keep this nucleus together as long as they have. But, you know, that, that's where greatness comes from. They understand they have to make financial sacrifices to keep the band together, you know? You can easily go out and be paid best in your position, because you are. You, you hands down are. Or if you want to continue to put rings on those fingers, man. I mean, it's, uh, they're going to make Beyonce blush. <laughs> you know, how how long is it going to be before we start talking about Steph Curry being the new GOAT? You know, with, uh, LeBron's run's been great, but, uh, Steph Curry, man, he's proven he's great also at this point you know yeah he will have four rings you know i think he has to get a finals mvp in there because i don't think he has one of those yet because obviously they had duran and i think gudala or somebody won the first one so he gets another ring and they um you know he gets finals mvp he's definitely at least top 10 all time then so there's, oh, no. there shouldn't be much of an argument then and you know one guy i forgot totally forgot about is you know who they got in a trade I don't know if it was last year or this year, but Wiggins, Wiggins has definitely oh, stepped no. up in the playoffs too. He certainly proved his value, man. It's uh, he was a nightmare for freaking Memphis. <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? And it just, yeah, we had no answer for Wiggins, man. Especially when John Morant went out. You know, that, that's who they had kept on John Morant. But you know, I won't say he was a great defensive guy, but I mean, he was draining threes on us. <laughs> he made oh, it yeah, hard to keep up, man. Yeah, they get so much attention to Steph and the other guy, Poole and Clay, so it just opens up so many wide open shots for the other guys. And it you know, he might have had the play of the the playoffs when he dunked over Luca. And I'm a big <laughs> Luca guy, but Luca just got uh, <laughs> smashed on that dunk. <laughs> hey, you know what? He's famous, right? He's gonna go down in history. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, man, that's what I love about this time of the year. You know, NBA playoffs. I mean, unfortunately, we're towards the end of the road. You know, about next time we, uh, was it Thursday when all this stuff tips off? So, come Monday, we'll have a good idea of how this thing's playing out, you know? Definitely, definitely. Speaking of playing out, there's been some baseball playing out, man. There's a... the Tampa Bay Rays, the Miami Marlins, our Atlanta Braves, uh, a little bit further north uh, that our Nashville market tunes in for. They, uh, they've they been a little active, you know. They, they've got a few games under their belts, you know. The Tampa Bay Rays were sitting here at, what, 28-19. They had a game against the New York Yankee, Yankees yesterday, uh, winning that one 4-2. Uh, looks like they got a few games uh, coming up uh, today. They're on the road against the Rangers. Looks like they're going to be starting that series off there in uh, Texas. So how are you feeling about this baseball season so far? Yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Rays fan, and uh, I went to the game on, um, when was it, Friday night. So they actually lost that one. They split the series, I think, with the Yankees. They lost the first two, and then they won the first two. But, you know, the the Yankees are the best team in baseball right now. They, they're off to a hot start. So splitting it with them is naturally not that bad so you know the rays are you know doing their thing they have their quirky system you know where they do the multiple pitchers and you know just rely on that kind of stuff but you know they're, they're starting out good um it might be hard to catch up with the yankees but you know, they're definitely at least content for like a wild card and stuff and we'll see what they can do in the playoffs you know in the last few years they they made a run obviously they went to the 
uh, World Series a few years ago, and then last year they didn't go as far. But you know, uh, we'll see what we can do. We uh, you know, that one Wander Franco kid is incredible. He's a he's one of the top prospects in baseball, and you know he started playing with him now, and he can field, he can hit. You know, so he's an impressive uh, you know player for them. And then, you know they got their role players. And, um, but yeah, the Yankees, you know, they just stacked with hitters, you know, like Aaron Judge and Stanton, and they got good pitching now too. So it's just still young in the baseball season, but we'll see what we can do. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to his stuff heating up towards October. Why you have any uh, thoughts on any of the teams or you follow anybody closely? Man, this is about the time of the year I really start paying attention to baseball. And it's a lot to do with hockey and basketball playoffs are really oh, yeah. starting to wind down. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm really looking forward to get out and seeing a couple of these Tampa Bay Rays games and uh, get out there. Dude, it's I'm, I'm selfish. I, I love to party. I, I want another boat parade. So seeing these guys <laughs> doing good already this season, you know, I mean, yeah, we're, we're second in the standings. But I'll take it. It's it's better than the Miami Marlins right now. I mean, they're sitting there one, <laughs> two, three, fourth in the standings with the NL East. <laughs> so I mean, they are at least second, but uh, unfortunately, second to last in, <laughs> in that division there. But uh, a question on that though: so if they do win, is it going to be a different kind of boat parade though? Because they're technically in St. Pete, right? So do they have to? Are they going to shut down the Howard Franklin for a day? And <laughs> <laughs> wait, is it that where they do the parade? Gasparilla? boat parade so yeah. maybe we'll have some uh some pirate ships and uh some stuff coming down the river right yeah. <laughs> so uh, i don't know man it's uh I, I don't even know how baseball would do it I, uh, we know how tom brady's gonna do it i mean for geez for crying out loud just hide the pumpkin spice if this guy wins <laughs> another championship game i mean like if you've never seen the movie white chicks I mean, he was that level white girl wasted. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> keep, keep the avocado tequila away. Oh, my God. dude! I, I, he almost came back home engaged to Rob Gronkowski. It, it was insane. <laughs> but and then you have this... it is sort of uh, refreshing to see him like that, you know, instead of the button down, you know, Bill oh, Belichick. No. Close style, answer, you know, on to the next game. Nah, this man was on to the next shot. You know, Where, where's little, where's little John? You know, <laughs> let's get that sound drop. <laughs> but it's uh, that that was you've certainly seen a new side to Tom Brady out here in Tampa Bay. I mean, oh, yeah. maybe it's the heat killing brain cells. I don't know, but uh, it's uh, it's fun to watch. It really is. I mean, I'm a I grew up in Tennessee, so I don't know what it's like to be on the winning side of sports <laughs> so it's uh it's refreshing to see a team out there having fun you know out there interacting with the fan base and and just having a good time like that man it, it's a, that's why i love doing this i mean granted we're, we're living vicariously through them but uh why not <laughs> you know hey, let's talk about it <laughs> but uh man there was a lot of games today hey, you know we, we touched a little bit about uh baseball uh, with the Tampa Bay Rays and the Miami Marlins. But they had quite a few games, you know, the Brewers and the Cubs, the Twins and the Tigers, the Padres and the Cardinals, Giants and the Phillies, uh, Astros Athletics, uh, the Marlins and the Rockies, uh, the Royals. And see, it's it's still weird. It's kind of like the Washington Commanders and the Cleveland Guardians. It's, 
it's hard for me to get that. Uh, but the, <laughs> yeah. the Royals and the Guardians, the Nationals, the Mets, the Orioles, the Red Sox, Brewers, the Cubs. I mean, Lord, it's like the whole league was playing today. Yeah. So hats off to these guys for putting on a show for Memorial Day, man. I mean, they could easily be at home like most people, unlike us right now. We, you know, we're here in the studio putting on a show for everybody, kind of like uh, these baseball guys are out there at the uh, the baseball fields, man. Yeah, I know some some of the teams sometimes. I know the Rays have done it in the past where they'll give free tickets to vets on, uh, especially like on a day like this. So definitely deservingly so. So Absolutely. you know that's good if if they can have a distraction away and stuff to uh to you know just enjoy a day out. Yeah. So big hats off to those guys. Uh, now on our side, we're gonna step away real quick for a break. Uh, we're up against the clock here, so going to tip our hat over here to our sponsors again they have a gun show this weekend over in port st Lucie, so make sure you check them out this weekend that's going to be this saturday and sunday uh, the great american florida gun show check out their website greatamericanfloridapromotions.com and find a gun show coming up near you again father's day is coming up you want to make me smile show up with a nine i'll feel good about my father's day right but uh, we'll be right back guys and stay tight Looking for a fun weekend of buy, sell, trade, guns, knives, ammunition, and much more? Or maybe you're looking for a concealed carry class? Then go to GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com, where you'll find the Great American Florida Gun Show. Dates and location for 2022 are up now. Shows coming to Lakeland, Port St. Lucie, LaBelle, Haines City, and many more. Don't forget, it's GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com. Or call 772-577-9647 for more information on dates and locations. It's Real Country. 102.1. The Outlaw. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging in there with us. This is Blake again. We got Yusuf on the mic. Uh, We are your recap crew. And I just, again, want to give a huge shout out to Great American Florida Gun Show. These guys put this show on us every week. And they have your Father's Day gift needs. So make sure you run these guys down. They're going to be again in Port St. Lucie this weekend. That's going to be this Saturday and Sunday. If you can't catch them there, they're going to be in LaBelle, Stewart, and Haines City coming up. So make sure you check out their website, greatamericanfloridapromotions.com, and find a gun show near you. But uh, we, we teased a little bit earlier as the thing, as everything kicked off or tipped off or the puck dropped or something happened when the show <laughs> started. And, and we mentioned hockey and... I don't know if I was watching Hocus Pocus, but all I saw was a broom out, man. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the the Florida Panthers, they uh, they saw the business end of a dustpan. It, it, <laughs> it didn't go the, well the for them. The Florida kitty cats. Oh, man. it was. <laughs> look, did the Carolina Panthers sneak down here and infiltrate these guys? What happened <laughs> to this team? Yeah, I don't know. They just, uh, you know, they were the... The best team in hockey all year. They had the offensive power power. They had the uh, goaltending. But I think uh, for the Lightning, you know, the goalie Vasilevsky just really picked it up. I think he had a few games that were shutouts, and you know that or he just had a lot like a goal or two. And against that kind of offensive team, I mean, if you can't score, and the other team is an experienced playoff team like the Lightning, you're going to lose. And then you know it just so happened they got swept. Then because they couldn't even win a game. I think most games were. No, a little bit out of reach, and there was maybe like one close game where they really had a shot. 
Yeah. I think it was game two or three where it was only like two to one. And once they lost that, you know, well, I mean, everyone knew it was like it was done after that when two games come into Tampa. Oh, I know. And it, you, you kind of felt it, too. You know, it just Florida was out of gas. I mean, they, they played their hearts out all year. I mean, it was fun to watch, you know. Bob Robsky, that that's a fun name to say. And this dude yeah. was just closing out games all season long and just – he he certainly wasn't the Iron Curtain that uh, Vasilevsky was, man. It, this dude, I mean, his name alone lets you know that he's from the Iron Curtain generation. <laughs> so, I mean, it, there was nothing getting through this, man. I mean, this guy, you know, what are we looking at? Game one, there's only one goal. Game two, one goal. Game three, one goal. Game four, shut them down. I mean, he just did not give up anything. And he, they bombarded this guy in game four, and he gave up nothing. 49 shot attempts. I mean, they, I think I saw some amazing statistic. It was like, because they only had a, a goal or something like in the last game, or a few games and something. It was like he had saved like 199 out of 200 shots, which is like <laughs> just mind boggling. It's like better than a 99% save average, let which me, is just crazy. Let me make my uh, math teacher's heads melt real quick. I got this <laughs> calculator here on my phone that they said we'd never have in our pockets. <laughs> so let, let me pull this thing up real quick because let's look at it. Game one had 34 shot attempts. Game two, ooh, my eyeballs ain't working, 36 shot attempts. Game three, 35 shot attempts. Game four, 49 shot attempts. This dude got hit with 154 pucks <laughs> over the span of a week. <laughs> this is like amateur hour with paintball. You got these guys that have never picked up a paintball gun, and they're going up against the world champions in paintballing. And these dudes come out looking like they got smallpox, man. This dude got lit up in the goal, but he shut them down. <laughs> this dude just absolutely did not allow anything through. Three goals. No, you can't win many games getting only one goal a game. So, <laughs> Three especially goals. against a team like uh, the Lightning. So, I oh, know, man. Three goals allowed in 154 shots. That's crazy. Now, Bobrovsky, uh, you know, <laughs> he saw similar volumes. 36 shot attempts, gave up four goals. 28 shot attempts, gave up two. 34 shot attempts, gave up three. 25 shot attempts, gave up one. I mean, he gave up enough. <laughs> he certainly did. And look, and, and it's not like the Florida Panthers weren't trying, you know, the, the, you yeah. look at the stat line, you, you see the names that you, we've been calling all year long. You know, I'm seeing Anthony Duclair. I'm seeing Barkov. I'm seeing Bennett, Huberto, Forsling, Giroux, Verhage, Ekblad. You know, all these guys are putting shots on goal. It's just nothing was making it in. <laughs> you know, they just couldn't get nothing on this guy, the, this whole series. And it's just, unfortunately, the way the puck fell for these guys. Yeah, for, unfortunately for them, fortunately for T Tampa Bay. So yeah, know, fortunately for Tampa Bay. No. So you know, it was a it's a it was a good break. I just hope they're not too rusty because um, you know, as we speak, you know the the next game game seven uh, between New York and Carolina is going to happen at eight p.m. Eastern time. So yeah. we'll see who we actually play, and I think that series will probably start on Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. So. Yeah, I you know, so. if it's Carolina, you know, it's going to be a battle of bad weather, right? 
uh, lightning <laughs> versus hurricane. So. I know, right? Look, Carolina, they played tough this year. You know, they they smacked around the Nashville Predators a few times through the season, and it's yeah. uh, clearly they've proven it. You know, these guys they're they're still in it, so it's. Uh, I, I can't wait to see how it shapes out. You know, again, puck drops at eight o'clock on that one, or eight twenty-five somewhere around that range. So. I'm going to be tuning in. You know, we we got some uh, some barbecue and some ribs hanging out on the smoker right now. So once we wrap up this show, man, I'm going to make me a barbecue sandwich and kick the feet up and watch me some NHL playoff hockey. So. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, though. I mean, it, it's kind of like NASCAR. I tell Quentin, you know, I'm only here for the wrecks. <laughs> you know, I just want to see a good <laughs> collision. Let me see if so. They don't want to fight near as often in the playoffs, which is a bummer for me. Yeah, that's what I get all geeked up for when it comes to hockey. But uh, yeah, not many people willing to throw some uh, throw some bows. Haymakers. <laughs> God, it, it, I think that should be something they do across sports. It, it would be a whole lot of fun in my eyes. You know, granted, baseball they'll rush the mound. And I don't know if I would want to rush a pitcher that can throw over a hundred miles an hour. I, I pretty, I, <laughs> I imagine that fist has got some heat on it, <laughs> and I don't want to catch that one in the kisser, man. It just, I don't know. Maybe I'll just turn around and kick to the catcher. I don't know. Isn't it the funniest thing though when you see a guy get mad in football and he'll punch the other guy in the helmet? Oh, I like know. what's that? Hurt with your hand more or the guy's head under a helmet? Oh, Lord, unless you're Andre Johnson and uh, Cortland Finnegan. He snatched his helmet off and threw some haymakers on that dude. (laughs) Look, Cortland, stop smiling, man. That didn't end well for you. (laughs) Don't don't feel good about that one. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I was mad about that game, too, man. But, hey, there's a lot of Titans games that I've been mad at in the past. (laughs) Now, I haven't looked at the – let me pull this up. I need to see how many more teams are left in the brackets here for the NHL playoffs. Let me see what we got going on. Is it just New York and Carolina we're waiting on? or Yeah, on so on side? the West, it's already set. Oh, yeah, they're, okay. Uh, they're starting off tomorrow, game one, mm-hmm. and the, uh, the matchup is Colorado Avs versus Edmonton. So I think those are two of the better teams in the West. So yeah. that should be an exciting matchup. Look, the Avalanche swept the Preds, man. You know, and they they beat the blues and six so <laughs> it's a pretty solid team I, I, I can attest to that and that oilers and the uh the calgary flames game where they what was it one of them scored six points one of them scored nine points in the series man that was crazy absolutely <laughs> game one you want to talk about starting a series off I, 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 i'm surprised there was any ice left in the rink <laughs> you know <laughs> that stuff melted away these guys are skating around on slush man it, it was pretty insane it had it, been a great plug for like 7-eleven and a slushy you know but <laughs> <laughs> so 7-eleven if you're listening we could easily plug these for you so make sure you sponsor the show <laughs> and, and the liquor store you got beside you we can help them out too <laughs> but with it man it's uh I can't wait to see this matchup. You know, the Oilers, they, they've shown they can put up some points that, and, and bombard that puck. And the yeah, that Connor, Connor McDavid is a special dude. So, I mean, he's a, uh, you know, I don't think they've had a lot of success in the playoffs so far. So, you know, he's coming into his own. So, you know, this is the next step for him, you know, get to a finals and try to win one. Yeah. But the Avalanche, man, that's one I'm worried about coming off that side oh, yeah. of the, uh, side of the bracket. These guys, they're serious. Uh, that's 
I'm afraid of this team in the finals, man. That's one I don't want to see. So we'll, we'll see how this all works out, though. We we got to figure out who we're going to be playing between the Hurricanes and the Rangers. <laughs> like Tom Brady and Bilicek, you say, man, we can't uh, think too far ahead on that. We're on to the next yep. game. We just don't know what the next game is, so we're rambling on about who it might be. <laughs> yeah, hopefully the Lightning get uh, the, he was injured all last series. Braden Point, hopefully he comes back soon too. So they didn't. Luckily, they didn't need him much against Florida, but I mean, I'm sure they'll they would like to use him in this series. You know, you know, depending on how far they go in the next, if they can make it. Now, out of who's left, who would you rather see? I would definitely like. I think you were saying, you know, Colorado's. I think more of a, you know, if we're looking that far, are we just talking about the Rangers? And, yeah, uh, these two guys in Florida, even past yeah. them. Um, you know, I think they they've historically played the Rangers a little better. I think they played Carolina in the playoffs last year, if I'm not mistaken. So I think that was a tough series, but I would probably say better for the Lightning, maybe the Rangers playing them. Okay, okay. I just I don't know, maybe. It's just a selfish fan in me. I got a buddy that lives up in New York, and I would imagine he'd pull for the New York Rangers. It'd be perfect trash talking opportunities for us. <laughs> but uh, I think I'm going for the Rangers just out of selfish reasons. But hey, the Hurricanes, if they come, that that'd be some funny. Uh, I'm pretty sure I could put some content together that's gonna have plenty of puns. But uh, we'll oh see. yeah, the weather, <laughs> the weather people have a lot of fun on that oh, too, yeah. right? Yeah, the weather people, right? <laughs> you know, where's Hurricane Helm? Stand back. <laughs> There's a hurricane. You know, we need some intro music, man. <laughs> but with it, uh, speaking of intro music, man, it, there's there's one sound I can't wait to hear. And it's, uh, I'm not going to sing it because that's not what they pay me to do. <laughs> but Monday Night Football, just football in general, I, I can't wait. You know, all this... Off-season stuff, you know, these rookie mini camps, these OTAs, you know, mini camps getting ready to start up. And there's going to be a dead period where just absolutely nothing's happening but rumor and injuries. There's just so much anxiety <laughs> and boredom built into this time frame with the NFL. <laughs> well, well, that golf match is happening now between all the QBs, and they're already talking trash a little there. It's uh, This year, I think it's Brady and Aaron Rodgers teamed up against uh, – Mahomes and uh, Josh Allen, the young guns. And I, I know Brady's already made a few jokes about, uh, you know, uh, Rodgers losing his favorite receiver and then oh, no. uh, Mahomes losing his favorite receiver. So and he was saying other stuff about Mahomes and Josh Allen. So it's Look, been going back and forth already. He really doesn't have nothing to dig at with Josh Allen. I mean, this <laughs> dude's doing it pretty clean cut and he's, he's played his heart out. You know, they, they've played whistle to whistle, but yeah, no, they Ooh, savage! Hey, so how about them uh, wide receivers? Where are they? What's their zip codes now? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's like uh, that Jay Z song. You know, the area codes. You know, so it's. <laughs> but that's awesome. See, you didn't get that out of Brady. Oh yeah, was never. Up there never would you see that. Man. <laughs> so I mean, it, this dude is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and maybe just because I'm, we follow a team here. You know, you're obviously a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. But, you know, following the team, seeing somebody cut loose like that, that that feels pretty good. Now, Tampa Bay, unfortunately, is in the headlines on a, on a certain wide receiver being in uh, trouble for a DUI yesterday. It's uh, trying to get his name pulled back up here. I don't know what happened to my page. Uh, Travis Johnson uh, signed back in 2021 to the practice squad. 
So thank God it's not Godwin or Evans. Oh, yeah. so I panicked when I saw the headline. I, I was actually, like, oh, no. actually hadn't heard the news yet. I was like, oh, God, I can't be Godwin or Evans. <laughs> <laughs> look, when I was pulling into the station, I was just refreshing my feed, and I saw it. I was like, oh, my God, please don't be those two. <laughs> you know. Well, I, th- I thought you were going to say it's Antonio Brown. I'm like, well, he's not with the Bucks anymore, so <laughs> he, yeah. he might be into a lot of stuff. <laughs> the artist formerly known as. <laughs> you know. So, but that was a, there's a little bit of panic walking into the station for me so i was like oh this is not ending well speaking of not ending well in receivers oh andre hopkins man it's uh i think since the last oh, yeah. time we talked that dude wound up getting himself suspended for the first six games to start the season so yeah i mean arizona's got a little you know the whole thing with the the qb going back and forth with the team liking them on instagram and not liking them, I'm not sure. And now he's gonna miss six games, and you know they. I think they lost one running back in free agency. So, and plus they play in a tough division. You know they got the 49ers, the Rams, and the Seahawks are gonna take a step back with no Russell Wilson. But I mean, you got the defending champs in the 49ers. So, man, I don't, know, I don't know how I feel about the 49ers. Like Kyle Shanahan actually went out and said he's trade talk stopped when he had surgery. So I would assume Trey Tonks will begin after he gets back from surgery. So I don't think they've got a quarterback really lined up outside of the guy they drafted. So and, and he hasn't done anything to make me excited, <laughs> you know. And so if you're a 49ers fan, I'd be panicking a little bit. They ain't got nothing lined up unless he's on the phone with Arizona trying to trade for Kyler Murray. And I just don't see that happen inside the division. You know, yeah. you just ain't going to set yourself up to be down yeah play them twice a year unless you are selling the farm on this guy being a bust <laughs> like oh yes take him <laughs> you know, miami pulled that trigger with ryan Tannehill, and it, after one seat one bad season titan fans will will gladly tell you that his uh ship has sailed and he's he's done but you know we'll, at least we'll on the that. uh the Tannehill thing i think i saw something the other day that you know Maybe his uh, words the other day or a few weeks ago were taken out of context about the the young yeah. QB Malik Willis. So and you know he's definitely there to you know like sort of mentor him and stuff. So that was good to hear. Yeah. I think it was just more you know he heard enough of like the the bad talk that he's like you know I should at least just go back on that and try to clear it up. So Let's see, Miami fans, they the guys listening down there, in Miami probably know him just about as well as we do up in Tennessee at this point. <laughs> and he's just that didn't really fit his mo his personality he's just this laid-back chill dude you know have you seen yeah. the memes on facebook the thug life guy with the cigarette hanging out of his mouth you know <laughs> that, that's ryan Tannehill all day <laughs> you know just straight chill uh, that's why they call him tana chill up there in tennessee but he addressed the comments uh, you know he came out saying he was not going to be a mint you know it's not his job to mentor him and he went out and spoke with a local station up there in Nashville talking about what a mentor actually means to him. You know, that's why he wouldn't be a mentor to this kid. But he went out and said he's going to be a good teammate to him. They've got good rapport. And I'm actually hearing a lot of good things coming out of this rookie minicamp about this guy as well. So the wide receiver they drafted that they traded A.J. Brown away for at this yeah. point has turned out to be an absolute man <laughs> best way for me to put it so to get Alex, his, uh burks right yes burks. he hunts hogs right with dogs he's got a pit bull that will lock him up hold him down whatnot and this dude this wide receiver 
comes in, flips the pig, and stabs it with a knife. Kills these things with his bare hands. <laughs> so if you're going to trade away A.J. Brown, at least get me that guy. <laughs> this dude's Rambo. <laughs> you know, hey, put him out on the field. I want to see what this is going to do. Wait a second. <laughs> so, well, I guess he went uh, to the appropriate school, right? Arkansas Razorbacks. Oh, man. He's I'm them now. <laughs> I tell you what, dude. It's... Uh, that that's a man right there. I'm I'm gonna have some reservations about that myself, and I've been to Iraq. <laughs> I ain't gonna run over there and grab that pig. Where is there with a knife? <laughs> Do you at least got a stick I can put it on? <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, all right, uh, Florida Gators uh, players, you're on call now because you gotta we, we gotta get someone to hunt a gator with his bare hands oh, and a knife. <laughs> look, if you ain't pulling that thing out the water with your teeth, don't call us. <laughs> you know what was it? Swamp people. Where they're pulling them up out the water, all the shoot them, shoot them. <laughs> so, wait a minute. That, let me know when that boat's going out so I'm not on it. <laughs> That's why I sold my kayaks, man. I don't want to be eaten. Oh, my God. Speaking of eating, I, I think uh, this Miami Dolphins offense is going to do a whole lot of eating this year. You know, Tua, he's got some weapons. Uh, speaking of the golf game and losing a wide receiver. Well, is it a is it an Olympic year though? He might lose his two top receivers to the uh oh to to the hundred yard dash or something. Wait a second, uh, <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, uh, I didn't think this one through. Wait a minute. <laughs> so, but in all hopes that this is going to be a really good season for these guys. You know, what I mean, Tyreek Hill out there on the field. You you got Waddell out there on the field. It's going to be a I mean, it's a track show. <laughs> yeah, who you? Which one do you want to cover? You know, the, the, get ready the for the Tampa back, too, think, man. Too, These safeties uh, are going to be hanging out over top all day long. They got the running back from Arizona. Uh, his name slips me. Edmonds. Yeah. They got a good tight end, Gasecki. So they definitely got some good offensive pieces. Now I think they improved the offensive line. So, I mean, I hate to say, it, but it just really all depends on Tua. If he doesn't step it up, you know, they're gonna. It's either sink or swim for the fish. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right, Finn's up. It's simply. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's, uh, I honestly, with with the additions they made, uh, you know, them fixing, I hope they fixed it, but, you know, adding more pieces to this offensive line and putting weapons around Tua here. I think this team's going to be in the playoffs, man. I, I do. I, I think they're going to yeah. go out and shock a lot of people and show them that they've actually can uh, stand in the pocket and deliver this thing. And then you start to bring in the RPO options with these guys. So it's, uh, I'm excited. You know, it's, it's been a long time since we've been able to And they got the, the quirky co- coach too. Have you seen some of his interviews? The guy from the 49ers, I think his name is McCoy. Uh, the, the head coach. Yeah. The new head coach. What's it? Mike McDaniel. I think his name. Uh, is. Yes. I McDaniel. It's not but McDaniels. Yeah, he, I, they get I, mad over that one. <laughs> yeah, I saw an interview, and he answered. As some reporter asked him, like, who would he rather, like, marry, kill, and something else? And it was like, and he was picking between other head coaches. It was like, oh, wow. this guy's definitely quirky to answer a question <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait a minute. This just got dark. Wait a second. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you got to see that interview. It was it was. It was definitely out there. I've never seen a head coach. You know, he's a little zany, I think. So, God, speaking of, I guess he's he's a younger guy. So, speaking of head coaches, this is right here in our division. The uh, Carolina Panthers head coach, (laughs) he went out 
talking about his quarterback. You know, oh yeah, he's going to be a starter. And then like 20 seconds later, he's like, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to this season. I mean, Jameis Winston, you know, the more the season progresses, the more I kind of get nervous about him in our division. But uh, uh, speaking of people getting nervous about somebody in their division, Taylor Lewan's gone out and said that uh, he's not sleeping on the Jacksonville Jaguars this season. He's uh, he's seen the moves they made with uh, on offense, uh, the progression here with Trevor Lawrence, the fixing the offensive line issues they've been having, and the pieces they picked up on defense. Man, he's uh, he he noticed those defensive ends coming out. Oh yeah, I think they'll they'll definitely be an improved team. I think you know Urban Meyer, he was a great college coach, but for some reason. I think he just went over his head in the NFL. He didn't even know, like, the other team's best players and stuff. And so, yeah. we all know all the scandals he had and stuff last year. But, you know, I think they got, you know, the a better coaching staff this year. And, you know, Lawrence is a year older. They got some weapons. They got ETN that didn't even play last year because he was injured. You know, they picked up a receiver, too. And, of course, they had another, you know, I think they had a solid draft, too. Look, so And that receiver reset the market. Wide <laughs> receiver. Look, I had to do a Google search to figure out who this guy was. I was like, "Who's this guy getting paid?" But uh, no, man, that, that's uh, that move right there changed the players on the team that I watch. <laughs> you know, like, look, look, AJ Brown. We, we can't pay that kind of money, <laughs> so we go have to give back to this. Okay, well, how about Joe Trevi? All right, cool, go. <laughs> Everybody was saying like, "What?" <laughs> so you, you weren't here for that one. It's uh. It was kind of like the uh, Maury Povich show where you find out after 10 years that you are not the father. You're like, but, but I raised him. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> but, yeah, that, that that still feels like that, actually. Man, that's, uh, PTSD is a real thing. Speaking of PTSD, let, let's hope Ryan Tannehill can get past last season. This dude threw so many bad passes just from the pressure he was feeling. And speaking of pressure, we're at the two-minute warning here on the clock. So we got about two minutes left in the show, guys. I want to know from you, Yusuf, how do you see the Tampa Bay, out of who we follow here, with Tampa Bay, Tennessee, Miami, and Jacksonville, who's the team to watch this year? Who's your pick? Well, I mean, obviously Tampa Bay, I think, Right now, just looking at it, they'll probably have the best team. But I think most people expect that with a team led by Tom Brady. If you're looking for, like, a surprise team that you wouldn't think would be that good, um, I'm just not sold on two. I think the Jaguars, I'm not saying they're a playoff team, but I think they'll definitely improve. You know, because what do they only have, like, two or three wins last year? I think they'll get maybe to the five, six, maybe even seven mark. So, that would be my surprise team out of those, you know, the teams that we sort of cover. You know, Tennessee, I think, will sort of still be, you know, the same kind of playoff caliber team. And, you know, maybe they'll get a win or two, but it might not go all the way. And Miami's just tough for me to gauge because they improve so much. But, you know, if Tua goes off, they'll definitely make the playoffs and maybe they can make a run. But if he doesn't really, you know, if he, his arm doesn't, you know, uh, get those Tyreek passes like Mahomes used to, you know, they could just be a middle of the pack team like they sort of were. So that's who I'll go with. Just the Jaguars as a surprise team, best overall team. I'll go with the Bucks. What about you? Yeah, man, I'm right there with you. I think Miami's going to surprise a lot of people just because there's a little bit more veteranship in that team versus what Jacksonville's able to do. There's a much younger team. Tennessee, I can't say they improved 
<laughs> this offseason. I actually think they got worse this offseason. Uh, they're going to have to show me something. And until Tom Brady's gone and he doesn't have the same weapons that he's pushed for two Super Bowls back-to-back with, it, it's hard to, to bet against these guys. So, But we got 10 seconds left. Again, I want to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Great American Florida Promotion. If you're looking for a Father's Day gift, make sure you check these guys out. Find them online, greatamericanfloridapromotions.com, and find a show near you. But uh, until next time, guys, uh, this is Blake, this is Yusuf, and uh, we're signing off. Happy Memorial Day. Have a good week.